everyone. This is Jackie Cooper with J. Cooper Travels, and I want to invite everyone back. To, uh, thank everyone, actually, for coming back and listening uh, to um, these episodes. I would like to ask everyone to remember to like and subscribe because uh, the conversation that I'm having today, as well as with all the other episodes there, are going to be future conversations that we're going to be having and you're going to want to hop on to um, talk about to listen to what we're going to be talking about and enjoy the information for those that might be new to j cooper travels i want to thank you for hopping on um i am a, a diverse i have a diverse background um i started j cooper travels because of the fact that i love to travel around the world and i became a certified travel consultant um, so that way I could help others travel as well. And then COVID happened. And so because the talk show was supposed to be talking about bucket list, bucket list places to go, uh, places that we have been, that sort of changed. So now it's more about how do we travel in life? How do we um, travel with our family, with our in our profession, career? Um, in our community, as well as, you know, personally. So uh, we're all on a path. And, um, you know, how we walk that path is also how we impact others. And with that in mind, I want to introduce a very special guest. Um, Stacy and I connected on um, a variety of, of um, social media platforms. And I am super impressed with, um, you know, her, uh, her dedication and support of, of those that she's mentoring and helping. And I'm going to have her explain more because I think that, you know, when you listen to her story and what she's doing in the community, you'll definitely want to reach out to her and refer people to her and um, to support her efforts. So Stacy, welcome. Thank you so much for being on. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much, Jackie, for that lovely introduction. I'm really happy to be here. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, no, we had a, um, you know, a really exciting conversation offline. And um, I'm really um, happy to have you on the recording to share more about what you're doing. So because you've done so many things, um, why don't you go ahead and um, introduce what you're doing currently, as well as the website and how people can contact you. For those that are listening, if you don't have paper and pen, that's fine. The information will be in the block below. All you need to do is remember to come back to J. Cooper Travels, the talk show, and this episode will be there. You'll be able to write everything down. So, mm -hmm. Stacey, um, who, how would people reach you and what is the name of your organization so people can also reach out? Right. Um, my organization is True You Ministries, and the website is trueyouministries.com. And on that website, you can reach out to me by filling out the contact form or sending me an email or even giving me a call. And I am a licensed uh, Christian counselor as a pastor, so I'm not state licensed. And the beauty of that is I get to work with people all over the world. I know. So, um, how did you come to be um, both um, in the therapy area as well as um, doing what you're doing? Because I know that that has been an evolving story. Yeah, it really has. Uh, so my background initially is in the entertainment industry. And so I graduated from college with a BA in theater arts, and I love theater. And I got into the entertainment industry as a production assistant and eventually moved into casting and being an agent for composers. So I was in that industry for about 14 years 
And there was a time in my life where I was like, oh, do I really want to continue on this path? And if not, where, what do I do? Well, I had prayed to the Lord and I'd asked him to um, give me a sign. And he did. <laughs> so he like shut all the opportunities up for me in entertainment. And I found myself working in human resources at the Foursquare Church corporate offices. And it was there that I met a woman who had introduced me to a faith-based emotional healing process. And she'd asked me if I would be interested in going through it. And, and I said, yes, I was newly married at the time. And I had some issues that hadn't been resolved and they kept cropping up in my relationship with my, my new husband. And I knew I couldn't keep going down that path. So I went through that process and I had been wondering, you know, Lord, what is my purpose in life? And he answered and he said, I want you to take other women through this process. I was like, okay, now how do I do that? How do I do that? And so uh, we brought it to our church and my husband and I worked with the men and the women. He worked with the men. I worked with the women. And I've been doing that for a number of years, still working in human resources, but finding such a dissatisfaction in the work that I was doing. And I wanted to do more. And uh, a few years into lay ministry, I, I sensed that I was supposed to go back to school and become a counselor. And I was doing a lot of research in what route should I take. And, and then I met this gal in my Bible study, and she was a, a semi-retired uh, MFT. And she kept saying to me, you need to be a counselor. And I was like, can we have a conversation about that? <laughs> because that conversation really, really helped me go a different route because I was looking at state licensing and I didn't realize that with state licensing, number one, you're, you're restricted in the state that you're licensed in. And as a person of faith, I wouldn't be allowed to introduce the Bible, prayer, talking about Jesus with my clients. And I learned that through this counselor that I was talking with. And I said, oh, no, I, I can't do that. And so I looked at the Christian counseling route and I found a wonderful program and learned that the licensing would be as a licensed pastor. And so I went back to school in 2018. I got my BA in Christian counseling, my master's in clinical Christian counseling this year, and I got my licensing as a pastor in 2020. So it was three years working a full-time job as well as getting all this stuff done so that I could fully launch into my private practice in October of 2020. And so now that's all I'm doing is I'm working with clients men, women, and youth. And, and that was the other thing where it was like, oh, I'm just going to work with women because I know women really well. And I had opportunities to work with youth and I had opportunities to work with men. And I thought, you know what? Everyone's hurting and the Lord's going to equip me to serve whoever he wants me to serve. And so that's what I'm doing presently. So I, I love everything you're sharing. Share again on the website. So now that people have a, um, a better idea as to what you're doing, they can have another chance to write down that information. Yeah, absolutely. It's true. T-R-U-E-U-Y-O-U ministries.com. Okay. And again, that will be in the block below. So um, when someone approaches you and says that they would like to have you help them, 
Um, what's the process? How do they, how does this work? Right. So the process would be, I offer a free 15 minute consultation. When, if someone is interested in Christian counseling, I talk with them to find out what they're wanting counseling around, find out if they've had counseling around that particular issue before, what worked for them, what didn't work for them. Um, I ask them, you know, about any other issues that they're wanting to work on. And then I share with them the process that I use, which is the Genesis process. So this is a faith-based cognitive behavioral therapy process and modality that I've been using since day one. And I love it. And so I tell them a little bit about that. And then, uh, then they'll ask me about my pricing and I do offer a sliding scale. And then we determine whether or not we would be a good fit to work together based on what it is that they're coming to counseling for and whether or not they're really wanting. Some people will say they want their spiritual, but they're really not open to the Bible. And unfortunately, I'm not able to work with people who are not open to, you know, the Bible, Jesus, you know, having him at the center of their healing. And that's okay. I always want them to have the best care that's available to them. And then I'll also, you know, give them referrals. But that's what that's what we that's what I do in the 15 minute consultation. I just get to know that person a little bit better and we figure out whether or not we're going to move forward together. So you use some terminology that people might not know about the cognitive side. Mm -hmm. um, right. You want to explain a little bit more and uh, in case someone's not familiar with all that area. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so cognitive behavioral therapy is going back in order to move them forward. So there are traumas that people experience in life. There are hurts and wounding that people experience that haven't been healed. But what they're doing is that they are reacting in the present moment to an incident or a trauma that happened in the past. So we go back and identify what are the root issues underneath how they're reacting, whether it's in anger, they're stressed out all the time, or they kind of tend to attract a lot of drama, you know, and looking at those, some of those addictive coping behaviors as well. So we get to the root of, so what is underneath all of that? And we, and it's a detailed process where we invite Jesus into that healing process so that they can let that go and be able to move forward. So we've got to heal the past. I help people live in the present so that they can then dream their future. But there is no future without healing the past. So a lot of that work is around that. Yeah, everything is so interconnected. You're right about mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Um, so with, um, you know, you, you mentioned a lot of different types of uh, categories of people that you help, but you also mentioned youth. So how are you working with youth? Because that's also something that um, you and I connected on because of my being in the special education side, elementary teacher, and also doing a lot of volunteer work with children. How are you mm -hmm. helping the youth? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so the youth age that I'm working with right now is 12 to 17. And whether they're girls or boys, and I've only had uh, female clients so far in, in the youth category. And I have modified some of the Genesis process tools to help them. I have some other uh, secular material that I have found that seems to I help them with mindfulness, like, uh, you know, dealing with where they are presently, help helping them understand that feelings 
change all the time. They're not necessarily based in reality. What is true? And so I always direct them back to what does the word of God say about this situation or that situation, or even some of the thoughts and beliefs that they have about themselves may be false. And so I'll say, you know what, for your homework this week, I want you to go to the Bible and find two or three scriptures about what God says about you so that when that lie starts to come in, you can pull out that that's that scripture verse that says, no, wait a minute. This is what God says about me, because what he says about each and every one of us never, ever changes. So, you know, and some clients will come to me because they have suicide ideation and that can get a little tricky. But um, again, bringing them back to the truth of who they are, the truth of what they think might be going on, what is really reality and grounding them in that. That sounds great. Um, yeah. I mean, again, I agree with you. A lot of times our vision of the, ourselves is not always the reality. And, um, and then also our actions are always tied to something else. So I, you know, I, I see it with the, um, with what's been going on with COVID, you know, yeah. in terms of like what you and I talked about the trauma that, um, you know, a lot of individuals are experiencing or have experienced and how we're going to help our kids uh, work through that as well. Mm -hmm. um, what other areas do you see um, as maybe giving some guidance to people? Um, uh, one of the things that I'm starting to do in the talk show is one tip, one place. So, uh, for example, where are you located? I'm in Glendora, California. Okay. So um, many people might not have um, had a chance to enjoy that community. So mm -hmm. the one place would be, you know, is there, um, if someone was uh, doing a road trip through your community, is there a place that you would suggest that they stop and enjoy and visit um, in your local community? Yes. Well, I love downtown Glendora. It's such a cute little community. We've got what we call the gumdrop trees. Oh, that wow. They are absolutely beautiful. We'll see the guys out there trimming those big trees and they just line the main drag uh, throughout Glendora. And, uh, and when I go walking through the neighborhood, I'll see those gumdrop trees and they put a smile on my face and I'll look and I go, Oh, they all need a little haircut today. <laughs> <laughs> leaves are sprouting out and I'm like, they're having a really wild hair day today, but they're so cute and they're so much fun and you can't help but smile when you see them. So I, I just, it's such a quaint and fun little community. Just this past weekend, they had the classic car show down the main road and we went, they blocked off the streets. There was a band there. I got to meet some of the folks in the community. And even a gal that I'm friends with on Facebook, but haven't met her in person, I got to meet her on Saturday. It that's was really awesome. Good. That's awesome. Yeah. So yeah. that's the one place. Now, what's the one tip that you might want to share with someone who's listening? Obviously, you know, they can definitely reach out to you mm -hmm. um, to provide um, support and guidance. But if you only had like one tip to maybe share with them that would help them in their day or with what they're um, maybe um, positive or not positive going through, uh, what would, is there anything that comes to your mind? Yeah, there is. One thing that I would want people to know is whatever it is that they're going through, that they're not alone, that what they may be experiencing is not unique to them. And for them to know that they should not isolate 
because that will make the situation worse. Yeah. But to have courage yeah. and reach out for help. Yeah. Um, because help is available, whether it's me or someone else to not go it alone because the enemy, the devil, as we know, is such a liar. And he will make us think that no one's ever going to understand. That is not true. There are people that do understand your, your situation is not unique to you um, in terms of whatever emotions you're feeling, but that there is help available to not be afraid to reach out. And you will be so much better off when you ask for that help. I think that's wonderful and it's so true. And that is something that I think over the last year that we've also learned, even though we might've been isolated at home because of the COVID situation, um, everyone was experiencing it. And what was, I thought, even though we haven't seen it recently, but when we first went into lockdown in last March, we would see on Facebook people in different communities like singing on their balconies or playing music. And, you know, everyone was, um, you know, having this connection from a different perspective. And, and that was really exciting. It forced us to think differently um, and to kind of connect with our uh, humanity. So, and spirituality. So I think that, you know, for sure, Um, that was a great message. Why don't you go ahead and share the website again so people know how to reach you? Yes, thank you. Um, so my website again is true, T-R-U-E-U-Y-O-U, ministries.com. Okay, great. Any last minute thoughts you want to share with everyone? Uh, just, just to let them know that it may seem dark right now, but there is a light in the future and it's waiting for you. Great. So everyone, um, thank you so much for being on. Definitely like and subscribe. Remember, be kind to yourself and others. As you said, uh, Stacey, we're all in this together. Um, And stay tuned for future episodes. There's a lot of exciting things that are about to post. And um, just as another aside, I'm going to be traveling to Portugal soon. So I'll be doing episodes both on the road as well as when I come back. And I'm going to be excited to share all the various adventures that I'll be taking as well. Have a great day, guys. Recording stopped.